Welcome everybody to Dad's Gone Crypto and we've got another episode on the series of how to get into crypto and we are talking about DEXs, decentralized exchanges. So we spoke about centralized exchanges, so that basically means brick and mortar, people running around, people to be accountable, um, so you can phone them up. Think about Coinbase, think about Binance, the Kraken. Um, so they basically a brick and mortar company. Now, decentralized exchange means that there's no brick and mortar, that it's decentralized across the ether, right? So that means there's no one person that's accountable that can be arrested, that they can shut it down. It's out there. So today's episode, we're going to go on uh, some benefits of using a decentralized exchange as opposed to a centralized exchange. And then we're going to go into some wallets that you need to install. Um, some of the industry special or specialities, um, and then also how to make a transaction happen, you know, across that platform. So decentralization. So let's go. Centralization is a lot of risk. True crypto blockchain technology is trying to disrupt the financial brick and mortar business. So you go to your bank, you speak to a teller, you ask for money. They don't have the money, all right? They don't have a lot of money. You have to put basically if you want to, Take out a million bucks. You have to make sure that you book ahead of time. Then they're going to go make sure that the money's there by the next day. It's there's too many cogs in that wheel. So decentralization means that we're taking away that that extra layer of people taking a piece of the cut. Um, think about a supply chain. You know, you've got a product. And then the time that product gets to the end of the market, there are so many people involved in taking a piece of that pie that the guy that created that product or trying to sell their product um, doesn't get the true value. So they're trying to take those middlemen away, allow it to, you know, be more profitable. So what are some of the benefits of, you know, a decentralized exchange? Okay, so enhanced security, decentralized exchanges operate, you know, on blockchain technology, making them, you know, resistant to hacks. You know, there's not one point of penetrable source because it's decentralized across multiple sources. So it just makes it a little bit more uh, resistance to those hacks. If you go to the bank with a gun and a couple of buddies and you try to steal money that's, and you take all the money, yeah, so it, it makes it a little bit more difficult when it's you know um, decentralized. Anonymity and privacy is a big thing. Banks know everything about you, everything you do, um, and, it, and they can take that information and profile you or shared with their or shared with their organization or their partners, and you know, you maybe you don't want maybe you want to be more private um, in your matters, and you don't want them to have full you know control over you. Global accessibility, accessibility. Think about banks. You got to go to your local bank. If that's closed, you go to another bank. If all the banks are closed, whatever reason, there's a riot in your city. Um, where are you going to get money? Right. You can go to the ATM, sure, but if everybody rushes to the ATM and, and drains those ATMs, where are you going to get money? So if you need money to buy and sell and trade and live, there's a point of, of, of resistance there, there's a point of problems. Because think about when there is a mass global event and everyone's running to get toilet paper, as they did in Australia. So decentralized exchanges operate without borders. You can access a DEX platform anywhere in the world. As long as you have an internet connection, make sure your computers are secure. Certain countries bar you from doing certain you know, transactions or 
trading with certain people, um, but that's why you've got VPNs. Reduced counterpart risks for decentralized exchanges eliminates the need for centralized intermediaries, reducing the risks of counterpart failures. Uh, your trade occurs directly on the blockchain, minimizing the possibility of disruptions and faults. So think about it in this way, right? You want to go overseas. So what do you do? You need to get Forex. So you go to the bank, you book an appointment, and you say, all right, I'd like X amount of dollars. And they say, okay, cool. Come back in seven days. We'll have your money ready for you. Right. So, or if you want to do an international exchange, they charge a fortune and it only lands up in that other country, you know, a few days later. This it's, it's legacy systems. It's, it's broken systems. Yes, it works for, you know, it's been working for many moons, but it has been working very efficient. Think about a square wheel and a round wheel. You use a round wheel, you get things done faster. You use a square wheel, it still turns, it still moves, but it doesn't necessarily get you where you want to be faster. Introduction to crypto and blockchain technology and decentralized exchanges. The minute you click that button send, within a few seconds, the bank has the, the, the transaction and can send it off. All the counterparty anywhere in the world can have their funds within a few seconds or a few minutes, depending on which blockchains you guys use. So that has changed the game dramatically. So I'm going to share with you guys just a couple of things on what wallets that need to be used. So the most popular one is MetaMask. MetaMask has grown massively. So to start things off, suggestion is maybe start off with MetaMask. So I'm going to share my screen with you. So let's just do that. This is MetaMask, um, get started. So to read up what it's about, easy on-ramp and off-ramp, fiat into crypto, crypto back into fiat, uh, move your crypto anywhere in the world, diversify your portfolio, NFTs, different type of things. So it's taking, you know, allowing you to have more self-custody of your assets. All right, so let's go ahead. So in the centralized video, we showed you how to set up a wallet. Um, you've got to do your seed phrase keys. You've got to store that. Okay, now you've set it up. So when you want to when you want to install MetaMask, go through the same process. Then it'll look something like this. You'll get a little pop-up menu. Uh, you go to Google Chrome, of course, and you add it. But it'll look something like this. So if you look at the tabs over here, buy, sell, send, swap, bridge, and your portfolio. All right, so let's have a look at my portfolio. Okay, so what do we got over here? I need to connect my MetaMask. Let me connect my MetaMask, right? Make sure you guys read this, right? So if you go to a scammy site, so make sure the site is at the top here, legit. If you go to a scammy site because you're messing around, and you're not too sure what you're doing. When you click accept this that you and you don't read the details, it could drain your entire wallet, right? So you gotta make sure you do diligence. Okay, so this particular site I'm connecting to, see address, account balance, activity, and suggested transactions to approve. Okay, I'm going to connect. It's connecting at the top here. Should say, there we go. Should say connected. So you'll see that's the gas at the moment, the gas price. All right, I have a whole $9 woo -hoo, going large. Um, and you'll see the buttons on the left hand side here. So we've got explore. All right, this is the top gainers. The top losses, the watch lists. That's for your watch list. You can set up. You got your buy, your sell, you swap, your bridge. Okay, so let's go to buy. 
Buying crypto made easy. Buying crypto uh, when you want with MetaMask. Okay, cool. Up to 75 tokens. Uh, where are you located? I am located in South Africa. There. Great. And now it will give you the types of payments to onboard money into this wallet. So I can use debit or credit card, or I can do a bank transfer to 10 minutes. And the three little dots here means that there's a low fee. Bank transfer, there's a bigger fee. So if I click on credit card, it's going to ask me how much. And there was a little video that said, you know, exactly this should pop up soon, I think. There we go. Um, it's using Transac to make the transaction, and there is a fee associated with it. Okay, so I click over here. What do I want all over here? Let's try the basic BTC. All right, wrapped BTC. No, we, let's go. Okay, this is my Ethereum network, of course. Um, link. Okay, cool. I want to buy a link. Um, how would you like to buy crypto? Uh, no quotes available for this. Let's just put in 8,000 rand. Now, of course, these guys over here allow you. So I'm just looking for best price. So what am I going to get? I'm going to get 800. So it's going to cost me 200 rand for this transaction. So let's see who's ripping us off. And these guys are very expensive. Okay, so when you click on this, you'll obviously need to go and set up your details over there. So it takes you through to another little page where now you can do the transaction because that's going to give me the most bang for my buck. Now, of course, I need to obviously verify, identify, and get things going, and then I'll be able to use the payment gateway. Okay. So I'm going to close that. I'm going to go back a bit. Uh, I'm going to go buy. I'm going to click, uh, let's just say USA. Let's say I want $100. I want Chainlink. Now let's just wait for, and then, okay. All right, so they're still using the same payment gateways, $88. So, yeah. Okay, if I wanted to sell and cash out, then get started. Then basically it can throw it back into your credit card um, and get things sorted over there. Okay, perfect. Now, I want to swap. Okay, so I've got a token and now I want to swap. Obviously, if you don't have anything in your wallet, there's nothing to swap. Uh, what did I have? Let's have a look. All right, so I had Dai Stablecoin. I've got nine. Now I want to swap it to, let's just say Link. That's a good one. Now, Advanced Options, Slippage. Okay, choose the low one. Then get quotes. Okay, that says I need Ethereum. So that's the most important thing to understand. Even though I've got this and I've transferred into this or I bought this, I still need Ethereum to pay for my gas fees. So it says you I need 0 0.021 um, Ethereum to be able to make this transaction happen. Right. So estimated gas fees is going to cost me $23, max fee 53. It's seldom that, but when it gets to the peak of the bull market, it's going to go a little crazy. Um, so you should be paying those prices uh, when everybody's just buying and selling and it's all crazy days. So just be careful over here. Uh, but it is. That's why it's important to also know small transactions cost you a lot. 
So when you do a transaction, make sure it's a, a fairly decent amount, and then this becomes a little bit more manageable on the Ethereum network. Obviously, using Solana, uh, the fees are a lot cheaper, and that's why, of course, Solana is just you know pumping at the moment because they haven't managed to fix their gas fees, Ethereum. Um, and you'll see as the bull market peaks, this is going to go stupidly crazy. They said they fixed it, but it doesn't look like it as of yet. Let's have a look here. Five quotes. Okay. Um, overall value 14. Okay. So I'll click on that one. Die. Okay. Cool. Close. And then, of course, if I've got Ethereum, the transaction will happen. New quote generates every few seconds. So that's swapping from one to another. So I want to swap die to link, but I still need Ethereum gas to make it happen. Bridge. Okay, so first time using the bridge, blockchain bridges connect separate networks, allowing you to move tokens from one network to another um, without them, each network would remain isolated. So Bitcoin would be isolated to Ethereum, they'll never be able to inter-exchange. So bridges were developed um, to allow that to happen. So it's almost like worlds communicating with their different languages via bridge. So as it comes in, does it magic and it splits it out on the other side. Um, but there is a fee associated with that. So let's just go Binance chain over there. Uh, it's, I've got dies. It's just, oh no, so it's Ethereum network. Sorry, yeah. Um, and then I've got die over here. Select a token. I want BNB. Max over here. Okay. <laughs> I need at least 10. You see, it's not worth the transaction unless. I have a minimum amount, so you can see. So you've got to be playing with some, you know, at least $100, um, $50 to $100 to make this really worth. But I can take Ethereum, I can bridge it over to the BNB network, and then I can send it out or I can buy on that exchange. On that exchange. So let's say I want something on, uh, let's have a look here, Arbitrum, and they've got their own ecosystem. Then, of course, I swap over Ethereum to, to Arbitrum, and then Arbitrum I go and buy what I want on that ecosystem. I send it to my, my wallet. Okay, stake. Uh, so this is staking. So uh, when you've got tokens in your wallet and they're sitting and doing nothing and you're keeping them for a very long time, you can stake it. It means it goes into a pool where you earn rewards. All right, so if you put in, let's say, 32 ETH, that's $78,000. Your reward rate is 4.3% per annum, all right? And that's compounded. So if I put in more, let's just go whale status here. Okay, so that 4.3% doesn't change, um, but let's just go minimum value 32. Um, you don't have enough funds. I know that. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, this is the gas fees uh, for the transaction to have. So you stake it, and then, of course, you can listen to this uh, video over here and I'll tell you exactly. Stand and receive, last little bit. That is my address. If I want to know what my address is, I'll just click this little button and at the top here. Copy that address. I can send it to my friend and they can send me um, some Ethereum in that wallet. Who do I want to send it to? If I get their wallet address, I can send it to them. I can select my asset. The only asset I've got is die. I can select one because party at the Hamptons here. And then I click send. There is a gas fee, all right, that I need to, to send, um, that I need to pay in order for this transaction to work. So 
MetaMask, um, Ethereum can be a bit daunting um, when getting going into crypto if you don't have a lot of funds. Probably not uh, what you want to start off with. You might want to go to another exchange where the transactional fees are a lot better. Okay, so let's look at the next wallet, the Phantom wallet, P-H-A-N-T-O-M. You get the Phantom network, which is F-A-T-O-M, but this is the wallet. Okay, so what is the Phantom loan? This is the new kid on the block, all the failures that uh, MetaMask you know, didn't resolve, or it's just sleeker, easier, and it allows you to do a whole lot more than that. Not to say MetaMask isn't good, I still use it, a lot of people use it, millions of people use it, uh, but the innovation of MetaMask has been a bit slow. So there's always new kids on the block, you know, jumping ahead and creating something um, that, you know, could be a game changer. So at the, for, the, for the most part, Phantom is working nicely. What is Phantom? Uh, well, let's say it's your trusted companion. Um, allows you to easily integrate, to keep everything in one place. It's multi-chains, one wallet, no more switching, right? So you don't just have this wallet or that wallet or thing this, and you've got all these seed phrases and all these seed keys. So what they said was, well, let's put it all into one, and then you can manage it nicely. Seamless access to the largest NFTs. Okay, cool, powerful tools made easy, controlled and secured by us. Download today. So when you download Brave Browser, uh, just from an extra layer of security, you know, I try to use it as much as possible to allow extra layer. And you've got your VPNs, of course, and all that. So this little ghost up here, that is the Phantom Wallet. So I've loaded it already. Just load, reload the site. Sure, no problem. Let's click on that guy. Okay, so when we click on security, uh, we've got your back as always. Uh, so custody means you're in control of your funds, which is great. Trying to make things safer. Good, good, good. So just read through this, guys. It's important not just to download stuff and not understand it. Uh, try and understand it. Try and get to know what you because it plays a bigger role when going on to sites. Okay, so I've downloaded the Phantom Wallet. Um, I'm going to switch over just to the Google browser um, and then also click onto this page, help the Phantom app, the basics. All right, understand the basics, Phising, security, creating a new wallet, all of that. And then, okay, so now what, how do I know where to, to go buy, you know, decentralized tokens? All right, so it's easy. So you go to coinmarketcap.com, all right, click enter, go. Takes you to the main page. Oh, this price of Bitcoin is nice, 46. It's a green day, thank goodness. So things are starting to bubble. So at the top here, click on exchanges, or we'll just hover over. Then it says your spot derivatives DEX. So let's click on DEX. Now what's important to remember, at the top here, you've got Ethereum, you've got Solana, you've got BSC, Binance Chain, Arbitrum, Polygon, Injective. Okay, now if I go to, and uh, now we've got the ranking score. So what does ranking mean? Well, the trading volume. So the liquidity that's in that space. Right now, there's a lot of people using Uniswap, $828 million um, are being transacted with, with Uniswap, uh, which is a decentralized exchange in Ethereum. Then we've got DYDX, DADX, sorry, um, DYDX, 
763, which is good. 798, that's good. Orca, that's also a big one, 309. Jupiter, 282. All right, so as you go down the list, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. That's not to say that Pancake Squawk isn't good. Pancake Squawk is very good, but there's only $600,000 being transacted. So liquidity is a bit tight over there. And you've got the smaller ones at the bottom here, uh, Moro Swap. You can still use these guys, Ape Swap, right? You can still use them, but um, it's smaller liquidity. All right. So fewer people are on this. So if you want to, obviously, and then go to the big boys, transactions happen a lot more swiftly. So Let's just say in the peak of a bull market and liquidity is an issue, go to the big guys, go to buy and sell a lot easier. Okay, so I want to click on Solana. So let me know what the, this will let me know what Solana DEXs they are. Orca, Jupiter, Radium, and uh, Al Infinity. Uh, let's, uh, Jupiter is quite an up and coming popular one. There's Radium, which is also um, a popular one. So if I click on Radium, it tells me what it's about. So read more. So read about the DEXs, understand where it is, and then click to it. So let's click to it. Okay, cool. Um, and then an average value for your evolution of DeFi. Okay, cool. And then it'll say launch app. So when we click launch app, read the disclaimer. And then this is what a decentralized exchange looks like. Right. So I also want to go um, to Uniswap. All right, I'll show you Uniswap as well. Launch app while we edit. Okay, cool. So there's Solana. Um, and then we've got whatever, you know, on the Solana network or exchange, Bonk. That seems to be a popular one. Okay, cool. If I've got Solana, I put in, let's say, 10 Solanas, and then it'll give me this amount of Bonk. All right. And then when I connect my wallet, then the transaction will happen. So it says, okay, so this is on the swap. Uh, so I want to swap Solana for Bonk. Um, liquidity, uh, concentrated pools. All right, this is also part of the staking rewards. Um, and these are some farms as well. So this is giving you 23%. Um, APR, Radium, and US, USDC. So if you got Radium and you got US, USD and USDC and you stake it, all right, you can get that back, which is quite favorable. Those are farming and these are stakings. You get 6% if you stake Ray. And why, of course, do they want people to stake Radium and why do they reward them? course because radium is a, it's a traded you know platform so we stabilize the buying and selling of the token and it raises the price so they reward them by doing that okay so let's go to uniswap um I did click there connect wallet uh let's go metamask let's go next let's go next yeah all right, so now I'm connected. I'm on the Ethereum network. These are other ones as well. Uh, let's see, die, one die. I want to swap. I want to swap for, let's see what's out there. I suppose it doesn't really matter. It's just a demonstration. Chili, 
All right, that's an, that's a nice one that Binance launched many moons ago. And okay, so one die, it'll give me 0 0.02 chilies. All right, impact one in 99. Okay, so I don't want to do that. Uh, let's go one inch. Let's just do 10. So I should get 24 inch insufficient balance. Okay, of course, I need to make the transaction happen. Okay, if I want to buy, click the buy button. Now I want to buy 500 USD. Okay, into Ethereum. Click continue. It's going to ask you for your details, it's going to ask you for your credit card, and you can basically buy it'll go to your wallet and then you can interact with this decentralized exchange okay tokens tokens on uniswap so you want to know is my token on this decentralized exchange you can just actually just search for it and then just basically look pepe okay so i can swap some die for pepe it's a meme coin okay cool so in a nutshell, decentralized exchanges takes away the, the brick and mortar banking system and allows you to go directly and transact with that. Yes, there is a fee um, because they need the fees in order to grow the ecosystem, to pay for developers, to improve security, uh, roll out the next version of the potential platform. So it is a fee associated with buying and selling. That's normal, but there's only, there's only that fee. There's not 100 people taking a piece of that pie. Um, so decentralized state exchanges can be a little bit hair-raising to get used to in the beginning. Uh, that's why you want to stick to you know a MetaMask or a um, or a Phantom wallet just to get going, um, and then experiment with an exchange. Try not to hop to multi exchanges. I know everyone's like, oh Solana, ooh Avax, ooh Ethereum, ooh Bitcoin, and you're running all over the show and you're trying to understand all these different ecosystems. And that's when you can make mistakes and that's where you get caught out. So pick a, pick a lane, right? And whatever that lane might be and go in and learn about that ecosystem. Understand what it is. Understand what are the fees. Understand what projects are about to launch on those um, exchanges. And, you know, what in the future could this mean to the ecosystem? The fact that Solana is rallying, yes, they had a bit of a, outage right but they haven't upgraded the system yet which is due for an upgrade but they are due for a, a bull run market push so you know now learn about Solana, learn about the ecosystem learn about what's coming how they're changing the game from traditional old legacy systems um, and how they are wanting to solve the problems of faster transactions scalability and cheaper costs uh, because if you're thinking about a game there's thousands if not millions of transactions that have to happen on a daily basis in order for that game to work. Now, if you use Ethereum-based, right, pure Ethereum-based, every time you do a transaction, it's going to be a fortune. It's going to cost you a fortune. So no one will, will basically play games because it's just too expensive to be on that network. All right, guys, hope that explains. If you have any questions, please drop a comment down below and uh, wishing you a safe journey in the crypto space. And until our next show, take care from Dad's Gone Crypto. The material and information presented in this recording are for entertainment purposes only. Do not misconstrue what you hear as investment or trading advice. 
Always do your own research. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the guests on this recording are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Dad's Gone Crypto or its hosts.